0: Blog Talk Radio There is no earthy way of mowing <laughs> Good man is time Which direction we are going And that Camino It would have been DWI tipping point.
1: Welcome, one and all, to the March 28th edition of The Tipping Point. This is Larry Goodman, and I'm joined by our wonderful substitute co-host, Matt Hankins, filling in for Mr. Stephen Platinum, who um, unfortunately was involved in a car accident today. The good news is that uh, uh, everybody seems to be okay. No uh, big damage done. Steve needs to get checked out to make sure. Nothing's really wrong. Is that your understanding as well, Matt?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's how I took it, too. Looks like they had voodoo dolls that worked only (sighs) partway.
1: So, hopefully hopefully everything's cool, and Steve will be back with us uh, after his WrestleMania weekend adventures. So, how are you doing tonight, Matt?
2: You know what? No no problems to report. Um, You know, the, the Grapefruit League is rolling on, so the bullpen was ready. Y'all made the call and here I
0: am
2: <laughs> See if we got any life left in this fastball
1: Yeah yeah. Ho- ho- hopefully you're well warmed up For the occasion here
0: <laughs>
1: So uh, uh, Of course let's touch on our guests for tonight uh, It's 7.15 or thereabouts We'll be speaking with Michael Griffey from Wrestle America A.K.A. Bulletproof Wrestling And get the scoop on All the changes that have been going on there, and there have been quite a few, and then hopefully if uh, he can get free of his meeting commitments, we'll be speaking with the Emperor Black Baron in the second half hour, so that's what's coming up, but um, let's start by uh, touching on the the events of this past weekend, Uh, first and foremost, hardcore hell two thousand and seventeen in Cornelia was quite the event um, what what can I say i mean it was it was mind boggling what What did you hear through the grapevine about this event um,
2: you know the what's weird is you know this time last year we were kind of like, oh, what's going to go on with hardcore hell I don't know, but this year, I think everybody knew that it was going to sell out. I don't think that was a doubt. I was at the the go-home show for Hardcore Hell just in the back, and I'm like, well, y'all know you're selling out next time. I mean, you we, you know that. Um, what was what was even more uh, exciting was they not only fulfilled the expectation but surpassed it. Um, <laughs> the first story I heard come out was like, did he really use a sickle on somebody? That was the first – that was what everything came back to me. Like, did, did that really happen? I'm like, I don't know why it wouldn't have. Um, it, and I think, you know, the the Ashworth championship win was almost required given how the storyline mm-hmm. had been told. But, you know, it was – it's just a great time for them. Um I wish them all the best, but I'm also jealous as all hell. I think that's the of, of benefit of being in it. You know, you root for your buddies. You want them to do well, but when they do well, you're know, like, <sighs> but no, everything well, I heard was, was stellar.
1: There, there's doing well, and then there's really doing well, and this was like yeah, unbelievably is... doing well. I mean, I, I didn't see a sellout. I saw a big crowd, but I didn't see a turnaway crowd for this show. But really? um, it it shows you what promoting will do you know so now uh not not only you know i don't know uh, how much bigger rick michael's head can swell after being uh you know
2: uh, booker,
1: a not, wants, booker not, of the year again being well, he's now he wants of the
2: year well now he wants to be now promoter
1: of the year you know <laughs> based on this these these last 3 months and it's it's hard to argue when you look at a place that was close to dead and and what what has transpired out there you know
2: the they had
1: is, almost uh,
2: it gets me, man. They had They're over four hundred people for the row. weekend. They're doing it Pardon? two nights in a row? Yes, they yeah, yeah, two yeah. Four hundred people
1: for the weekend out there, for, for counting both shows. I mean, uh, to to come back and put in uh, over a hundred people Friday night week after week, it's uh That's it's really something,
2: man. It, it really is. Um, what what was the standout for you?
1: The uh, well, it had to be the Four Corners of Pain. Um, and, yes, a sickle was used, and, and, no, it wasn't the first time a sickle's <laughs> been used in, in that building. The sickle debuted at a previous uh, Four Corners of Pain match. There have been three of them there uh, through the years, two of them back in the wild side days. All of them were just bloody and gory as hell and sick as they could be, and this this was right there with the other ones. Um, so that's – you know, I, I don't really, like, care that much for uh, – hardcore matches, uh, in, particularly, in particular, steady diet of them. But the great thing about this, of yep. course, one, there was a story behind them g- getting to this match, and two, nobody does them as well as they do out there in, in Georgia. Yep. And the way they do them, there is, it does make, make them something special. And there's a lot of history there.
2: And that is it, is that they are able to draw on their history in a way that still feels fresh. Um, They do an extremely good job. And, I mean, that comes from having so many guys that were a part of the history. It still means so much to them that they're able to just flip the switch when they need to, you know. um, Oh, man, I'm going to blow his name. Help me out. um, Scotty Wren. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Scotty Wren comes back to the go-home show, and they kind of don't know how the people are going to react. And, you know, he gets a nice response, and then immediately – it starts to call back the echoes of, oh, man, remember when this... And usually, I'd say that's always bad, because usually that means that what you're doing currently is not as good as what you were were accustomed to. And, you know, Dan has found a way to put those two pieces together, you know, to have Gunnar Miller, you know, fresh, brand new, and to have Jacob Ashworth, somebody whose story has weaved, not through, you know, the ancient history of, of Wild Side, but certainly a long time and to weave that in there along with, oh man, it's reunion of the hate junkies. It's, it's Hank and Berg again together. That's, that's impressive. Um, I'd love to say something bad about it. Say something bad. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me something that didn't work. (laughs) Well,
1: you know, as I wrote the, the, the women's batch was nothing to write home about. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a horrible failure, but not up to the level of the, you know, the rest of what took place on that show. Uh, along the lines of what you were saying though how many promotion, uh, promotions anywhere can call upon guys that have been there over 15 years yeah and are back at yeah. the helm again or back involved i mean that's a rare rare thing
2: yeah and it it's it is it, i i would i would have lost money on on betting about the future of that place you I just both? didn't know if they could turn it around. Um, I just didn't know, it, and it's exactly that reason. I didn't know if they could get enough of of the history makers to to get back involved, um, and to tread that fine line of being involved without overdoing it. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, mm-hmm.
2: That is that is a big part of it. Is is the ability to? I, I still, and I know it's not the current event, but the the booking of anthony henry as the last stopgap for jacob ashworth was so well done yeah and that match was exactly what it should have been it was jacob being pushed to his very physical limit can he stay in there with anthony henry and remain credible and he was able to and so that put and that what's so weird about it is that puts the stamp on hardcore hell without the hardcore element being the the, the the flag bearer that means mm-hmm. your your hardcore element is is the underneath it's the it's the cherry on top you know you still had a great story told for what was you know a wrestling match ashworth versus miller um and it was it just worked how did danny only hold up i mean that's the first time he's been back in the ring and who knows how long
1: amazingly well given you know how um Frail frail's not the right word. I don't mean to say that, but he has had his share of his injuries and more, and I would say he held up extremely well. He came out of it, oak. he came out of it sore, as you would well imagine, given what he undertook. If you saw the photos of the skewers sticking out of his head, uh, that could not have been fun, and neither could have been the double stomp off the ropes from Tank um, you know, it was one of those things, and I know you know this from being around wrestlers. The night of show, you know, he feels pretty good, but yeah. I imagine he may not have been feeling so good the next Sunday day. morning
2: he... had to be awful, <laughs> <laughs> had to be terrible. And you know, I'm so glad that Tank is getting to do it the way Tank wants to do it.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, what is his last go round, and and telling everybody. <laughs> I'm just leaving because I want to, not because I have to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you it, see? It you were there for me. the tank
2: and Jeter, too, right?
1: Yeah, that's the I, was just, I was just going to that, to say to see the appreciation from the fans who really many didn't know him or knew him minimally. And, of course, it made a lot more sense for the people in Cornelia, and Obviously, the other thing that was heartening is they knew that he's winding it down, even though he said nothing. In Cornelius yeah. to that effect, the standing ovation for Tank and Iceberg after the match was was moving in its in, in its own in its own right.
2: And, so, and you yeah. know, sort of the 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 gap that Tank will leave is an incredible amount of credibility, like you just pointed out, from a guy who might. He, same thing with PCW when he came there. Mm-hmm. He's credible without us having to hammer the story home that he's credible. Um, if, if you've never laid eyes on him, if you don't know who he is, when he comes down the stairs and you get your first glimpse of him, he carries himself in a way that says, oh, he's the real deal. And no matter what you try to do with him, um, people at this point just appreciate him. Same thing with Berg's the same way. You know, it's this, They lend credibility to the things that they are doing, um, and they're so different. Than the characters they portray, um, it yeah. really is. It really is amazing to see what those two, and how they're linked together, and and how it still matters. It's it's not a nostalgia act when Tank and Burger together. It's oh man, no. one of my favorite things that happened with us um, over this past little bit since I've been at the helm was they were in that six man with Carpenter and and Butcher and the Hooligans, and you know at the end of the night the Hooligans are just like man that was tanking iceberg <laughs> it hurt <laughs> it sucked um but that's the match we always wanted and to see that guys around here mean that much to people all over the place it's, it's sort of it's, it's sort of uh refreshing um all the time to know kind of what we have and it sucks that we're losing, <laughs> losing them too. yeah
1: yeah they will be uh, extremely difficult to replace when they do finally hang it up. And you, you say you talk about yeah. them being different than their characters. They are as long as you don't fuck up and do something as stupid. As long
2: as you stay on the right side of them. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's part of booking of Tank and Burgers. You, know, you get to listen to them in the locker room. You get to hear all those kick-ass stories. <laughs> and you get to hear, yeah, there was a night this guy blew this spot and we – we had to do this thing and do this thing. Like, oh, well, that happens. <laughs> that will happen to you. But, yeah, it's a it's a great time for them to be alive, man. I just – I can't believe it. And, you know, they're hitting stride right when they need to. Um, this is going to – you know, in that building, this is the hardest time to, to keep it rolling because when it gets hot, it gets hot. But I don't think that they're going to see any dip. Um, I do wonder – I'm very interested to see – how the story plays out between Ashworth and Miller, I think that could be very interesting.
1: Yes, and where they go with uh, Cash and Tank, so, something's definitely brewing there in some form or fashion, based on what yep. took place at the show. So we're not we have not seen the last of him there in yep. Cornelia, it would appear, which is which is definitely a good thing. So yeah, yeah, it's there. They uh, will definitely be missed, but if there was ever a match that was in their wheelhouse, this four corners of pain was it. Yeah. And Strix too. And strychnine nine as well, man. Wow.
2: And those seeds were planted, you know, a few months ago with the the massive bloodying of Danny only. That was when they turned the dial up. Yeah. Um yeah. I remember being scolded heavily by certain people. For not being at that show and going to some other <laughs> show, I was yeah, scolding. me too. I,
1: I was also <laughs> chastised.
0: <laughs> well, like, yeah,
2: you know what? You make a point. You make a very good point. But they're the talk of the town right now, and that's it's that's good and bad. You know, it's good that 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 place matters again. It's bad for the rest of us because we have to fight it. Um, <laughs> you, you feel like hey, well, Man, you know, I we're going we to. Uh, well. <laughs>
1: talk with someone else that's uh talk about having some buzz uh we're welcoming now to the tipping point mr michael griffey from wrestle america aka bulletproof wrestling welcome to the tipping point
3: all right thank you very much for having me on uh forgive me for being a little out of breath i just finished a workout so um uh, but i'm excited to be on and i'm excited to talk about wrestle america and bulletproof wrestling
1: well, cool. As long as you finished your workout and you're not trying to do this show during your workout, which somebody did a while ago, which did not make for very good radio. So this is just fine. So, no, 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 hey, no, no. i finished, finished up. Great. So you've got to tell us, like, how does – what's going on with Wrestle America Bulletproof? This is quite a transformation, it would appear, over these last weeks and, and months.
3: Well, uh – First off, let me uh, say that Wrestle America is not going away in any form or fashion. Um, Wrestle America will still be uh, uh, running uh, as a promotion. We haven't finalized the exact details of, of Wrestle America as where it's um, growing, what it grows into next, or, or how it, um, it shapes out. We primarily are setting it up to do uh, charitable events for high schools and things of that nature. Uh, it's a little bit bigger, better sell to uh, charitable. Uh, organizations as Wrestle America versus Bulletproof Wrestling. Um, Bulletproof Wrestling is being, uh, I guess, uh, birthed out of the Bulletproof Dojo, which uh, is owned uh, by Luke Gallows uh, of the WWE, and the head trainer is none other than Joey Mercury. Uh, that uh, school is opening full time in the summer. Uh, looked to start in June our uh, full training classes for beginning uh, students to get trained by none other than, again, by Joey Mercury. Uh, for those who don't know who Joey Mercury is, uh, you shouldn't come to this school. But those <laughs> that do know that he is a, <laughs> he is a uh, three-time WWE tag team uh, champion. He was also a coach at NXT and a WWE producer. The top names in the business, I'm talking about Seth Rollins, uh, Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, uh, pretty much anyone who's been called up from the NXT were coached and trained by Joey Mercury, and they all speak very highly of him. Uh, we have testimonials that we're going, once we have the website up and running, that, and we put out there on our social media, testament to who Joey Mercury is as a trainer. Uh, Bulletproof Dojo is going to be a full-service uh, school. It's going to allow... Trainees to work for the Bulletproof Wrestling um, Promotion. Uh, they're in the same vicinity that Wrestle America has been running in Barnesville, but we're also going to uh, branch out to where we can take it as well. Um, and that's that's kind of the synopsis of what's been going on over the uh, past few, let's uh, say, past four or five months. It's been getting uh, the school uh, organized and ready to open up. We've had some day camps that for us. Um, seasoned wrestlers who have come in. We've had people from, uh, from New York, New Jersey. We've had people from Alabama all come down to take part in those three-day camps with Joey Mercury and, and uh, Gallows when he's been in town. And we, everyone speaks so highly of it that uh, we're looking forward to seeing how uh, to really put out some fresh new talent and those who really want to um, really excel and, and make themselves a genuine part of the wrestling business We'll get that out of Bulletproof Dojo. No doubt, Joey Mercury is going to be one of the best trainers here in the southeast, um, and it's not the country. So we're excited about all that, uh, and we're going to kick off. Uh, and hate to get on the rant here, but we're going to kick off our Bulletproof Dojo, uh, Bulletproof Wrestling, excuse me, on April 22nd. Wrestle America is is uh, presenting Bulletproof Wrestling, the main event. Is huge. I'm, I can't. Huge is not even actually the right word. I don't know if there is a, a real great big word that some, describes what this matchup is, but we're talking about international superstar Jimmy Havoc coming into town, into Barnesville, to take on none other than a Bullet Club member, not just any Bullet Club member. I'm talking about the American nightmare,
1: Cody Rhodes.
3: Yeah. That leaves everyone speechless when you say it. I know.
1: <laughs> well, when you know, when I'll tell you, when I saw it on my computer screen, I said something must be wrong. This cannot right. be happening in Georgia.
3: <laughs> it's happening, and you know what? It's it's one of those situations where, uh, you know, you in this business, it's if you're a good brother, you, you you kind of not that you take advantage of that, but what you do is you utilize that networking, utilize that, uh, that the good brother network. And what we've decided to do is if we're going to kick this thing off. Let's kick it off in a fashion that no one else could, could you know, imagine. And it's, uh, we a- were able to get the schedules right. We're, you know, it, it took some, it, it took, you know, an act of, uh, you know, for a lack of better persons, it, it took an act of God to get it right because, uh, both of these uh, individuals, both of these superstars have maxed-out schedules. I mean, their calendars are booked solid. I mean, you're talking about one of the hottest commodities at, coming out of the WWE was Cody Rhodes, and then, of course, the international superstar, Jimmy Havoc. I mean, you you just don't know when they're going to be available. To uh, pull this together on April 22nd in Barnesville, Georgia, um, is is not a just – I think it's a testament to the, to the desire of giving uh, – Putting on great shows that Wrestle America has been known for, and then and continue that tradition and actually raise the bar just a little bit more.
1: Just slightly.
3: <laughs> just slightly, yeah, just slightly. And you know, and that's not that's I mean that's that, that that that's just one match. I mean, we're bringing in Bobby Fish, uh, former uh, Ring of Honor champion, I, um, New Japan wrestler. We're we're bringing in, um, uh, um, I think it's uh, Jax Dane from uh, he's coming in from Texas. We've got mm-hmm. uh, it's it's really yep. it's it, the um Tempura Boys from uh, New Japan Wrestling. It's it's really like one of those uh, international. I mean, to be in Georgia to have all these uh, an eclectic group of wrestlers like this in Georgia is is uh it's it's amazing. I mean, if if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have a ticket to the show, uh, I suggest going online right now because the floor seats are sold out almost immediately. And then we went out and bought an extra hundred chairs so we can put more people on the floor. Uh, that's how quickly this thing is. That's how, uh, the hot, the heat that that this show is generating is people are wanting to come to Barnesville to see this show on April 22nd. And, uh, tickets are available. Uh, general mission, $10, uh, seats right now in the bleachers, $12. We do have, like I said, we have those floor seats for $12, uh, online at, um, bulletproof wrestling, uh, dot, eventbrite.com, I think that's right. Or if you go to our uh, Facebook page, uh, Wrestle America Facebook page, you can find the links there to get to the tickets. But, um, you know, I mean, it's, this is just exciting news, uh, I think, for wrestling fans and wrestling in Georgia, because, um, I mean, when you bring talent, I'm used to bringing in talent and other promoters seeing that talent and wanting to, hey, if they can bring him in, we should bring him in too. And I'm not opposed to to... So sharing that talent to other promotions, utilizing guys that we bring in or, or things of that nature, it's, there's enough money to be made around, I think. I mean, that's, that's my opinion. Um, I like the idea that uh, other, our, the other independent wrestlers in Georgia, the local area wrestlers that fans have become used to seeing, and, and like a Tyson Dean or David Tita or Drew Adler. These guys are giving an opportunity – to uh, to wrestle on these type of shows and wrestle these type of uh, star wrestlers or um, prestigious wrestlers, that it can only elevate their game. It can only elevate them, and when they move on to another promotion and work work there, hey, I wrestled Jack Stane. Hey, I wrestled with uh, Bobby Fish. You know it, that little rub off will now allow fans to see them more, take them more seriously, take them as a as a viable uh, wrestler in wherever they go. And I think other promotions should should see that and and be glad that and 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 thrilled that such wrestlers are coming into town and giving those these local wrestlers a a rub, giving these ro- local wrestlers a chance to, uh, you know, get something off of these guys that don't normally come into the area.
0: Oh, Sorry, man, I'm jacked up.
2: My workout. <laughs> no, do you do you think that that will sort of be the business model going forward? Um, and, and I know that that's kind of been Wrestle America's uh bread and butter to that you've brought in great talent to the area um do you think that that will remain the business model to to bring in talent from all over and or will it be to sort of bring up some of your local guys and, and get them elevated to a level where they matter as much on these shows as the talent that you can bring in
3: you know it's it's um that's a good question uh, it's something we've, we've – I think we've helped elevate some of the guys, uh, some of the local guys, like I said, Tyson Dean, uh, David Tita, um, uh, Zane Stevens. Uh, these are uh, several of our uh, guys that – and Fry Daddy. Uh, forgive me for not saying Fry Daddy because these are – those are four guys that I've seen uh, within the past year just, um, uh, I'd say, increase their uh, work, work ethic, increase their workability, and, and really become solid um, guys in the locker room. Uh, we've, we've tried to help them and, and push them, and they've, they've reciprocated. Like, they've, they've, we throw them in the ring with anybody, and they perform well. Uh, so that's, the hope is to continue that. I mean, with the Bulletproof Dojo uh, ch- trying to churn out some new students, as well as uh, these mainstays, bringing in uh, guys like Bobby Fish and uh, you know, Cody Rhodes, Jimmy Havoc, these international stars, uh, it can't help but make other people better and want to get better. Uh, as far as a business model and if we're going to continue doing it, um, as, as whoever's available and, you know, and we deem them, uh, I guess, draw worthy enough to bring them in, then, yeah, we're going to bring them in. And uh, it's, it's, I really think it's up to the uh, person wrestling. Like, if if you're a Tyson Dean and you're wrestling Matt Hardy, you, it's, it, I think it's not just Matt Hardy's uh, chance to get you know to help you, but it's your it's your own opportunity to help yourself. Uh, and if you step up to the plate and you produce in that opportunity, then that's we're just giving you the platform to do it in. And and I think that's what uh, what's going to help uh, or what what's going to make Wrestle America Bulletproof Wrestling the wrestlers in Georgia um, overall better because when you have that opportunity to wrestle and you take it then it, it, it's only going to make you better. Did I answer your question? I
2: told you Absolutely. I'm jacked off my head.
0: <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> He's all right.
2: full of adrenaline. He's got the hottest card in the state going. Yeah, you're all right. It's all yeah. right to be absent, man. <laughs> you should have so enthusiasm, to man. See, here's here's the thing.
3: Like, uh, I can't even be there for this show. I, I'm, running, I'm running in Gastonia, North Carolina, same night. With uh, Chavo Guerrero versus Brad Attitude. Uh, I've got Sanjay Dutt versus Anthony Henry versus David Tita. I've got um, Shannon Moore teaming up with, uh, oh, I forget, uh, Lindsey Snow against Jeff Lewis Neal and um, Jamie Jamison. I've got the uh, Ugly Ducklings uh, versus the Heat Sinkers and George South. Uh, what else is on it? Oh, the uh, Hall of Fame Rock and Roll Express, and I hope y'all talked about them a whole lot on this show. But the Rock and Roll Express, who's getting inducted to the Hall of Fame this Friday night, they're going to be taking on John Schuyler and Corey Hollis. You know, mm. that's a hot car- uh, card up Lord. there, and uh, yeah, exactly. That's my card up in uh, Gastonia, North Carolina, on April 22nd. So between myself and Wrestle America and, and Bulletproof uh, Bulletproof Wrestling, uh, we've we've probably got two of the hottest cards
2: in wrestling that weekend. I tell you what, don't ever leave your phone unlocked because I'm stealing contacts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Except, well,
2: and and here's the thing,
3: what's really funny is is that on the same night up in Philadelphia, and you know, is Icon Wrestling and House of Hardcore, and and they've got everybody else that we don't have. (laughs) So, So, so between between us three on the southeast, I think every wrestler is—you know—every I guess quote unquote name wrestler
0: is booked. <laughs> um, so,
1: Michael, I know you've run Gastonia before. Yeah. Uh, are those considered Wrestle America shows, or is that under a different banner when you run well, over in Gastonia?
3: It's—I've been—I've been running it as a single event once a year because it's my hometown, and we do it for the uh, the county sheriff's Explorer Post uh, 566, the youth program they have here. All everything goes strictly to them. They buy the show from me. I put it on and help them promote it. I can't just let, you know, a non-promoters promote. So right. I promote it and I, you know, I, I definitely give them all the tools and everything to help, uh, you know, help them promote it as well as do my social media and my, um, you know, I'll get promos from the boys and things like that to help push it along. But, uh, it's been a single event for the past six years, and we've we've grown it from about three hundred uh, you know three hundred to I think last year we got it up to about eight. Uh, this year. I hope we get it about the same, maybe a little bit more because it's it's grown each year. Um, but but because it's been growing every year for the past six years, I took a chance back in January and uh, ran a show in Shelby, North Carolina, at the Shelby Rec Center. Uh, Mid South fans will remember uh, Shelby Rick Center is the place that uh, Rock and Roll Express won their first ever NWA uh, tag titles, and so we were, we we threw uh we, we went old school a little bit on that one. We had Bubba Ray Dudley and Tommy Dreamer and Barbarian. It was supposed to be uh, Bubba and Tommy versus uh, Faces of Fear, but we had some travel arrangements mess up with Ming. Uh, so but we fixed that quick, fast in a hurry. We let uh, Barbarian uh. Tommy and Bubba beat up on three uh, three guys for you know, and they had and the fans loved it. I mean, they didn't miss a beat. Uh, that show was loaded too. I mean, I had uh, the Ugly Ducklings on it, I had Rock and Roll, uh, and I had uh, ODB and Swaggle on it as well. So, um, yeah, I threw the kitchen sink at that show, uh, and it drew it drew very well, over 800, I think, at that one. So, uh, because of that, I've turned it into from Super Star Wars Wrestling event to Super Star Wars wrestling as a promotion and I should end up picking up two more shows to have one a quarter in North Carolina. Um uh, my goal is to kind of have it uh championed under Wrestle America so that um you know so that we can maybe kind of uh, you know for my idea is to have it to be a couple of, like a little bit of a territory of having a Wrestle America champion that I can use we can use in both North Carolina and South Carolina or in Georgia. And um and then, of course, have Bulletproof Wrestling Champion and a Super Star Wars Wrestling Champion. And just kind of, you know, a little throwback to a territory. Nothing, you know, nothing major. I'm, I'm not trying, again, I'm not a step on the toes guy. I'm a work with you uh, promoter. Uh, PWX here in Charlotte and I get along very well. Uh, we promote, with, uh, help each other promote. And he's run Shelby Rec Center after me. He's run Gastonia after me. And uh and P W X and I get along very well. And, you know, so I, I'm a I'm a promoter that, that believes that there's enough money and there's enough opportunity in this business if you do it the right way. And that's you know, as long as you don't try to cheat me or, or you know, come in behind me and steal steal underneath me, um, I'll do business with you. And that's kind of where I'm hoping to take uh that that I hope I can take Wrestle America, Bulletproof uh, Wrestling, and and Superstar. It depends on how Gallows feels and what Joey wants to do and stuff like that too. I I kind of fall prey to the uh, to the ones that have made a little bit of extra money in this business. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: <laughs> when the guys are cashing, so, you know, WrestleMania checks, you kind of go, uh, "Yes, sir," whatever you need, because you <laughs> make way more money than my not even a cup yeah. of coffee. I don't even have a sip yet, you know.
1: So yeah, um, well, there's there's Probably some wisdom in that, I'd say. Uh, before, before you get to April 22, uh, mm-hmm. now I see April 8th in Jackson. That's a pure Wrestle America show, correct?
3: That's pure Wrestle America. Um, it's one we had. We need. To, we had to make up from a cancellation we had before. Uh, it's. Uh, we don't have any um, big names on that. It's just a. Uh, it's. It's a show that we did at the. Uh, I think it's the skating rink there in Jackson. Uh, we did one earlier this year. Got a great turnout. Uh, and it gives an opportunity for um, you know the the local independent wrestlers to to work and, and hone on you know hone their craft do something that they can test things out in front of the like a little house show if you will and uh, it's where you test things out and see who's who's got the stuff and who doesn't and who you want to book for a bigger show it's one it's it's kind of like a little i want say call it a tryout but it's an opportunity to where you know guys can come in and, and see how you work in front of a crowd that isn't Drawn off a big name
0: Yeah
2: And then we'll love love follow, follow you that a, Go if, ahead If you Sorry. have a wish list Sort of give me one guy who maybe locally here in Georgia Who hasn't worked for you yet And then somebody Give me a big name who's out on the scene now That you haven't had in yet That you'd love to get your mitts on mm.
3: Well you know we've, we've used a, uh, quite a few um, Over the course of the past two years Down in Barnesville um, I can't necessarily say um who we haven't used in Georgia that I, that I'd like to bring in uh only because my I've only known the guys that we've brought in. Uh this mm. is not to take away anyone else in any other promotion. Uh I'm just not versed to everyone in Georgia, but uh from the guys that have been mainstays uh you know and I'll, I'll sing praises to the guys that we've kept on, you know, from month to month. Scotty Beach, and if you don't use Scotty Beach, you're, you're dumb as rocks because Scotty Beach is one of the best hands in Georgia, I believe. Along with Tyson Dean, I'll, I'll keep saying David Tito, Fry Daddy, and Zane Stevens, uh, those, those five guys right there, I would put them um, – I, we've used them just about every month. I'll put them on any, any roster and anywhere because they just, they go in, they work their asses off, excuse my language, but they do. And, um, and they've gotten better and better every time we send them out. So, um, uh, as far as wish, I'd like to know more. I'd like to see other, um, uh, you know, if there are other wrestlers out there, uh, in Georgia and, and you haven't been used on Wrestle America, um, shoot us a message, let us know who you are, uh, you know, if we have a day camp, come be a part of that day camp because uh, Joey is taking over the bookings for all that, and he will, um, you know, he'll he'll let you know if he's going to use you or not. That's for sure. Uh, as far as a big name that we want to bring in, uh, you know, it's bringing in Cody's probably, I don't know how much bigger you can get than bringing in Cody. Um, at this time, uh, we've had, a little bit everyone. We haven't had Jeff Hardy in yet. I think Jeff would be someone that we'd like to try to bring in. Uh unfortunately, exclusive um rights to like the Bucks, uh you know, um Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, you know, there's some, there's some guys out there that I'd like to use, but uh they're exclusive to either New Japan or Ring of Honor and that kind of yeah. prohibits us from from bringing them in. Um you know, someone's contract just came up. Uh you know
2: we the people
3: might make a might make a, a trip down to Georgia sometime soon uh if that if we can get that worked out i mean i that's think it would be fit. great over, that's a good fit i think i th- i think uh i think you'll see him we've got uh locust grove high school on may 20th um hurricane Shane Helms is going to be there at locust grove high school may 20th um so we're we're not you know anyone that's not under contract you know, with the Fed, and, you know, if I call it the Fed or call it WWE, <laughs> I don't care. Um, you know, I'm not trying to make myself know known more than what I already know. But anyone not under contracts, open to coming in. Anyone that's not under exclusive contract, you know, we've had Abyss. We've had Dreamer. I mean, it's, it's really just a matter of who's available and, um, you know, what we think will work for that next show or who we can, uh, you know, who can utilize in a, in a proper storyline. It's not just so much to bring someone in just because they're available. does it make sense to bring them in and use them in a way that um, uh, makes sense. In this case, you know, with Cody versus Jimmy Havoc, could we have, you know, could could that have been different? Could we have put Tyson Dean in or Fry Daddy in with, uh, you know, Cody or Jimmy? Yes. Uh, And that's not to take away from them at all. I think what's happening here is is when you have an opportunity to do something like this, a dream matchup, uh, and you have the the capabilities to do it, I think you go ahead and pull the trigger so you can kind of niche that into your resume of saying, "Look what we've done," and it's it's a little bit of a bragging point, it's a little bit of a selling point to uh, to maybe a corporate sponsor or something like that, something out there that says, "Hey, you know, we." don't just see the local, we see a larger, uh, you know, a larger avenue to, to go down. Um, and, you know, again, it's, it's an opportunity if you're on, if you're booked on the show or a show like that, don't get down because you think you've lost a spot to a match. Take that opportunity to go out and, you know, to try to steal the match, try to steal the show before you get to the main event, because you can do that. You know, it's it's possible to steal the show before you even get to the big big fight, the big dream matchup, and and now people will talk about your match just as, you know just as much as anything else. And if they're yeah. talking about your match, and you know, if they're talking about you, then they'll come back and see you. And and that's been evident at Wrestle America shows because when you know when I had a few going on with Tyson Dean. Anytime Tyson Dean and I got in the ring together against each other as far as, you know, me being the president and, and, and pushing against him, fans wanted him to beat the crap out of me. And when they did, they reacted to it. And that's because he came out and took that opportunity and he ran with it. And the same thing happened with Fry Daddy. And then Zane Stevens has etched himself as a solid – I mean, I, I look at Zane Stevens. what he did is he's got himself in the gym – I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but he, you know, he is showing himself, I mean, he's showing the work that he's putting in. All of them are. And that promotes themselves. Guys, you just can't allow a promoter to promote you. You can promote yourself. Talk about yourself. Put yourself out there and let people know who you are, because when fans see that, whether you're a heel or a face, if they see you putting in an effort, they'll more than likely willing to come see what you're about. And then when you show off in front of them, They'll come back. Fans, promoters love it when fans come back and they like what they see in the ring. And then when they come up to you after the show and go, "That was a great show." Every Wrestle America show that I've uh, been a part of and stayed over after, when fans have come up to me and said, "That was a great show." When we did um, two weeks ago, we had Mike Knox at the high school show um, we did in McDonough. We went out to uh, three dollar and got something to eat. And fans that were that came to the show were at three dollars. Came up to us and were you know thanking us for a great show, and it wasn't one of our barn burners. It wasn't one of our big you know melee shows. It was just a good you know regular show, and fans were still coming up praising us for it. That's you know when you're doing that, when they come up after the show, that that says you got something.
1: Well, Michael, thanks so much for coming out and bringing us up to speed
3: uh, about uh,
1: all that's going on. I, I I'm sorry I won't be seeing you on April 22. I'm sure I'm not going to miss it. That's going to be quite a night there. In oh hey, Barnesville, yeah, it's, Georgia. It's going
3: to be awesome. Uh, thank you for having me on. I um I know we, when we talked last, uh, it was a little bit of a question of what I could put out at the time, but uh, I'm glad we we're able to get this on right before yeah. Wrestle thank you. Or right, excuse me, right before WrestleMania. Um and uh you know this weekend is going to be big, uh for wrestling in general. Um, whether you like the product on TV or not, or whether if you're like most who you know, watch it, complain, and then continue to watch it, or whatever, um, to see AJ Styles, to see a Gallows, to see a Carl Anderson, to see a Samoa Joe, to see Sami Zayn, to see some of these guys who recently were on the independent circuit and are now at Wrestle- WrestleMania, Guys, you know, if you're an independent wrestling fan and you're listening to this, go support independent wrestling because the very next superstar could be in that promotion working his butt off to get to that next level. And it's evident right now that you can get to that next level with hard work, determination, and doing things the right way.
1: Thank you so much. Good luck.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Well, before we uh, we we are going to have uh, are you there, Matt?
0: I'm here. I'm
2: here, baby. I'm all here.
1: right. Yes, we are going to have Black Baron on the air here in just a minute. I'll just confirm that. But before we bring him on, um, a couple uh, WrestleMania notes I wanted to touch on. One is last week Steve asked me if I thought all the uh, shows running in Orlando were going to do well over this weekend. Well, uh, I naively, not not being aware of how many <laughs> shows were running, no, I said, no, Oh yeah,
0: no,
2: no they're not. It's uh, yeah. too many. But I I heard,
1: I heard over sixty
2: events. Yeah, the last number I heard was sixty-seven, and um, I I don't have any reason to not believe that. Um, No, I think there's not enough promotion that can go around. And the thing of it is, okay, ROH is going to do fine. Um, Evolve, yeah, sure. But the, yeah. the thing that nobody thinks about fighting is um, the Hall of Fame,
0: um, NXT.
2: You know the the, well, the various events that WWE puts on in and around the area. Not to mention now you have the thing of um, all the big podcasts have a show. You know, Wally Mania is going on. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard and yeah. Jim Ross are doing a thing, and then you know, with what just happened with Jim Ross, of course that thing is going to be crazy. Um, there's just too much. There's too much to do that doesn't involve setting up a ring and, you know, driving 45 minutes one way or the other from Orlando. No, some of those people are just going to get killed.
1: P- particularly when, when most of them are charging high dollar amounts. I mean, yep. you know, how many people are going to pick and choose, and they can't possibly go to all these things. So some, some nope. guys are going to take a bath. So mm-hmm. I completely revised what I said last week. Some guys are going to get <laughs> crushed this week uh, down there. They've got to with that many events running. It can't possibly the the other thing I wanted to get your prognostication on is we'll be coming out well right after Mania, we'll, uh, WWE will be releasing their subscriber number uh, for the network, and they come into the event, come off the the first quarter number of 1.5 million paid subscribers. What your what's your thoughts, Mr. Hankins, on where they'll be after Mania, bearing in mind, of course, that they're giving this as a free month on the network. <laughs>
2: I would, I would think that you're probably – you're going to get a bump just because, like you said, there's going to be people that will take advantage of it because it's free. But I don't think that this WrestleMania in particular has done anything to really attract outside interest. I think it will be – I think they'll be about the, – I think they are retained, so I think you'll probably be looking at a 1.6, if that. I don't think there's a giant spike because of it because I don't know – if I didn't have the network – what have I seen that would make me go get it?
1: Well, I hate to be boring, but I don't have much to add to what you just said. I feel very much the same same way, and I mean they may get a bump of subscriber or not of of people that are on the network who are freebies, but as far as paid people.
0: I think, I think they pretty the they pretty
1: face. well maxed it out. They've got their hardcore people. They've signed up, yep. they're going to keep signing up, but I don't see this would not be the card that would any way kind of grow that, I don't think, except for people. No, that and are... I don't
2: even mean that as a as a knock on this card in particular. No. But there's no star power, you know. There's there's no star power to it. You're not advertising rock, for instance, or you don't have some big celebrity crossover that would get new eyes. Um Right. I just don't right. – yeah, it is what it is. Um, I have been watching a lot of old manias, as a lot of fans tend to do. I will say this about it. Um, the events are so much bigger now that I think that they've yeah. done as much as they can. I, I think that they're in stasis mode, you know, and that's bad for a corporation because corporations are slave to the notion of growth. But I think their growth now has to be in diversification rather than the core product.
0: hmm hmm
2: yeah, I, talk I, you
0: people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, so let's before we let any more time any more time elapses, let's get our uh, next guest on. We're joined now by uh one half of the monarchy. WWA four product, Mr. Black Bear, and welcome to the tipping point, sir.
0: Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you for doing this.
0: So, uh wow.
1: what? we we talked earlier in the show uh about the um hardcore hell over the last week and of course you were part of that show and you, you and Prince Paulo have been the uh wrestle why we wrestle tag team champions. What are your thoughts of how things have evolved out there in Cornelia during your time there? Um,
0: uh pertaining to what exactly? I mean, as far as you mean by what do you mean by evolved when it comes well, to Cornelia? When you
1: first started wrestling out there, the crowds were pretty paltry, um, and the atmosphere was nothing to my way of thinking is nothing compared to what it is now. Um, is is that your impression
0: or or no? Um. I guess you can say the atmosphere changed and got a little bit better. Uh, I know for sure the same effort was being put in now that was back then when it was started. Why we wrestle? Oh yeah. So I think I think I think Hardcore being such a traditional event in Georgia, I think that also helped that major turnout too. So, um, and and the fact that we it was some good um, it was some good. Uh, programs going on at the time too. Uh, me and Apollo, the Monarchy versus Lynch Mob, is being one of them. So I think people started really getting invested into it as it kept growing over the months, which started into more people showing
2: up. Did you? Were you sort of caught up in the legend of Cornelia when you went out there, or did you just go out saying, "Hey, man, this is a promotion that's bringing me in. I'm going to go." Was it like, not a goal necessarily, but were you sort of steeped in the in the mystique that that building had in it? Um,
0: of course, everybody known of it. I mean, you can't live in Georgia and, you, and you don't know the history <laughs> of Anarchy Wrestling. I mean, of course, you're going to hear about it. And, of course, all the great people that came through there that are now on bigger stages, as I was talking about just a few moments ago. Um, It was... I think it's always a goal for uh, a wrestler when they're first starting out. I'm quite a few years in now, so it's like, to yeah, work you're... at some place, <laughs> to work at a place with prestige. But when um, they ask you to come out there and to help and uh, to help out, bring it back to you know, bring it back to what once was. I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not home in, in Georgia a lot. Most of my bookings are out of the state, but I said when I'm here, I can be there. I'll be there. So that's kind of how it started.
2: And and was that intentional too? Were you was, was that your goal to always be uh, more known outside of Georgia than just sort of resting on your laurels? Is that how you viewed it? Just to stay home?
0: No, I didn't view it that way. Um, I think I mean the way I view. It, I just I just wanted to work great places. When I first started, I just wanted to work great places and work great talent and be under, you know, great promoters with great minds. That's basically what my focus was. I just got, you know, pretty much, you know, lucky (laughs) to work with some really bigger promotions, you know, more outside of the state than I did in the state. So it wasn't really like I was trying to just, you know, only work out of the state. It just happened to unfold that way. Yeah. So... You know, because it's kind of funny when people see me on a Georgia show. It's like, oh God, I didn't think you was gonna be here. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm not in Georgia a lot. I mean, I, I try to, I, I try to work at home as much as possible. And plus, you know, the travel time is a lot shorter if I work in Georgia, so that, yeah. that also is a very welcome thing for me. So, Baron, I know you've done
1: a lot with FIP beyond wrestling. You've been in Ring of Honor. Where do, where do you consider your do you consider FIP your home base or no?
0: Well, it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's, it's kind of funny you ask that. I really don't know what to call my home base. I mean, <laughs> i don't been so many different <laughs> I don't live so many different places. I mean, you named it FIP Beyond Wrestling. Um, now I'm a big part of New South Pro Wrestling. That's in Alabama. Tier One Wrestling, put American Combat Wrestling. I've been all through every WWE Network promotion, so I mean, I will be at most of them. I mean, I spend a lot of time at all of them, really. <laughs> so I can't really call one home because I'm not really mm-hmm. more at more at more at one than the other. So I don't know. I guess I'm just a you know a traveling man. I guess you could call it that. Yeah. I have many homes. I guess I can put it that way.
2: (laughs) Do you feel that there is any downside to that? And what I mean by that is um, if you're here one week, here another week, here another week, and then you sort of loop back around every month or so, um, does it – would you like to be able to just kind of be booked in a long angle somewhere in one place if you could?
0: Yeah, I think that's always welcome. Um, I'm Actually, I am doing – that thing right now with uh, New South uh, in Alabama. So I have pretty much a long program going on there that's going to extend for a long time. So Mm -hmm. that's probably my biggest, that's probably the biggest program I've done to date. But, I mean, I have no problem traveling. It gets your name out. You know what I'm saying? More people can see you. You grow your fan base. You get more eyes on you. I think that's always a plus. And, plus, you get to work with people that you wouldn't get to work with. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you just restrict yourself to just one little area, you know, you you probably can't work all the amazing guys in the Midwest or the amazing guys up north and northeast. And I'm trying to work on getting to the west coast now because there's a lot of, you know, amazing talent out there in the west coast and in Texas, even though Texas is really considered the south, but it's just 13 hours away. So that's still a long, you know, that's still a (laughs) long-distance trek. So, you know, that's that's how I view it. I, I just wanna if you wanna be the best you just gotta work the best. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean if I wanna be considered one of the best, I need to work everybody that's considered by their peers to be the best wrestlers in the ring. So that's how I view it.
1: I'm I'm curious, any uh what specific destinations in Texas and uh California do
0: you have your sights set on? Um I think every, I think today every indie wrestler dream is PWG. Of course. (laughs) That's like something like the all yeah something like the all star game of the independent circuit. So (laughs) PWG is probably every independent wrestler. That's a really good way to put it, man. That is a really
2: (laughs) good way to to put it. That's all star weekend (laughs) once a month.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's like the all star game, and um, Texas has been growing. More and more lately. I mean, I know they've been a big deal before in the past, but they're starting to get a hotter buzz. And um, and it's a lot of good talent that was coming out there as of late too. So I was like, I think I want to start wrestling in Texas because it's a lot of good people that's really popping out of Texas over the last few years. So and I'm of course I'm already in the Northeast and I'm dabbling in the Midwest and I'm in the South. So I always want to expand to even more territory. That's how I feel about it. I, I know uh, this is kind of
1: ancient history now for you, but I, I I have to ask you about the match with Charade going back to, you know, I know that's, what, four or five years ago now, when he, you know, landed right on his skull in the middle of the match. Um, Kind of what yeah. went through your mind as that was, you know, that horrifying thing was
0: occurring there? Well, Scott, just let me have the floor for a second. I I just want to put this out here because a lot of people do not know this. This is why I got roasted on Posh.0. This is why (laughs) this has been on many TV shows and people are just, you know, I still get I still get tweets every once in a while talking about why I do that man like that. I'm like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> what do you mean why I did that man like that? I didn't do nothing. Like, people, people to this day, I, 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 you know, I swear to you, it will show up on Facebook on some fan page, some wrestling page, and I would get tagged in it. I'm like, here we go again. Why I do that man like that? I'm like, oh, I didn't do anything. Okay, let me. Just, I want to set the record straight. It was, a, it was a very catastrophic event. Okay. That was the scariest thing I've ever encountered in the ring. Um, he is okay. I'm pretty sure y'all know about that. He is still wrestling mm-hmm. by a miracle. <laughs> but um, people don't know from the video that when the spot happened, I did not see how he landed. All they've seen, is, I'm pretty sure y'all seen the video, is Absolutely. me hit yeah. the mat, and then, and, then, and then y'all see him jump, and the camera following him jumping in the air, just trying to do the double-back But What the camera didn't see is that I rolled out the ring when he jumped, because the spot was supposed to be just for me to move. And, you know, he just takes the bump, but not on his head. So I rolled out of the ring. He landed. I heard a big, oh, by the crowd, I got back in the ring. And all I've seen with him laying there, so I never seen how he landed.
2: Oh God! <laughs> all
0: I know is that all I know is that it was a bad fall because the whole crowd went silent. So, being a wrestler, the first thing you want to do is like, okay, this spot is over. Let me just cover him. <laughs> and then, and what we'll makes it so bad is people wasn't in the ring. I covered him, right? He covered me, and he said, "Oh, I messed up." I said, "Oh." I messed up? <laughs>
2: oh, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, he was so out of uh, it, he didn't realize how hurt he was. Uh, and uh, he kicked out. So, that's why uh-huh. when you see the video, you see me pin You see me pin him twice. Because uh-huh. the ref was whispering to me, he's like, I think we need to stop. And I was like, okay. I pinned him. He kicks out. I'm like, why did you kick out? So I pinned him again. <laughs> And he stayed down that time. So I really didn't know what was happening, but I looked the way everybody was looking in the crowd and the way the referee was looking in the camera and was looking, I was like, okay, what did he do? Because now I don't know. Then he was like, I can't feel my legs. I was like, oh, Lord, God. <laughs> that was the scariest line I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. So, yeah, that was a very stressful night because, you know, I mean, I think most everybody know we train together. He, he started training after me at the W A Four Academy, so he was like my little brother almost. So to just hmm. think that he could have been paralyzed that night, it, it was a, it was a stressful night. And just a few hours later, he was walking out the hospital, and it was just a miracle. I don't, I just we still to this day don't know how that how he did it. You no, know, Baron. You a did. win's
2: a win, man. You got to get a win if you can get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should have hooked the
2: leg on the first cover, though. That was your man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what everybody goes through. and said the win was that important. I'm like, I didn't even see how he fell. I was just trying to end the match because I thought maybe he blew out his knee or something, like, or something like have, that. He couldn't have on his
2: head. It was a double stomp. That 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 hurt you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, oh, golly Yeah, so I, the, the record's straight i never seen how he landed The only time i seen how he landed Was after they played a video for me When he was in the hospital And I was like, how is he standing? How is he yeah. alive? Because that was gruesome <laughs> That was really gruesome
1: Well, I'm I'm sure glad you got to clear the air about that
0: Wow Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah I had to, because people still mad at me about
2: that.
0: <laughs> so are you in
2: one of the thousand shows around WrestleMania at all? I know that's a, there's a lot going on down there.
0: Yeah, I'm on... Actually, I'm on just uh, one show. Um, it's the uh, American Combat Wrestling Show Sunday for the Broken Tailgate Party featuring the Hardys under the WWN banner. So... Uh, that's the one show, and yes, there's like eight thousand shows
2: going on. <laughs> well, that's not a bad one to be on. That's got got some hook to it. No, they got a plan in place. That's not a bad one to be on, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good. Spot. I'm, ha- I'm
2: and, happy. I'm uh, happy with that spot,
1: <laughs> Baron. Before we let you go, where might we see you then popping up in Georgia in the near future?
0: Uh oh man <laughs> that's a that's a hard question I, I really i really i really don't know i really uh, did, oh wait. Did, that, did, I, I did you finish that, up at
1: uh cornelia with with hardcore hell was that the end of that program with the lynch mob
0: yeah that's the end of that program uh, as far as what future plans will be uh don't know what that is right now <laughs> okay but that is, that will be the end of the program between the monarchy and the benchmark for the tag, for the, over the tag titles. Um I will be in, uh, I've I got to get the name of this place right. I hate telling people the wrong city. <laughs> so give me a second because I, uh, I know exactly. I know exactly. There, I'm going to be in There Georgia. are so
2: many cities and so many promotions that I cannot begrudge a man for that. <laughs> I, I do
0: it all, the time, so <laughs> no. I'm, I'm,
2: and then they I'm change names way better. <laughs> <And there's, laughs> yeah, they, they do change names on you in the middle of it, so it, it will happen. Man. Yeah, they um, do
0: that. Okay, yes, I will be in Kingsland, Georgia, on May twelfth. Um, I believe the promotion is United United Pro
2: Entertainment, I believe. How do you okay. come up with a Georgia promotion that I don't even know? <laughs> that, are you familiar with that one? No, I'm not. I, I just know that's
1: isn't that way down south in Georgia, Kingsland.
0: Yeah, it's like right, right above Jacksonville. Man, you work okay. in Florida. Come yeah. on, that that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, it's Georgia. You say Georgia, that's Georgia. I, I'm, I'm not mistaken. I believe Drew Atler has worked for that promotion before. I'm not mistaken. Okay.
2: Uh, add another one to the list of alphabet soup, man.
0: So that's in Kingsland. So that's that's the only Georgia-ish or Georgia or Georgia-ish
2: booking for me
0: in the next 60 days. <laughs>
2: anything, <laughs> anything past uh, Warner Robins is Florida. That's just that
0: for <laughs> <sighs>
1: Yeah, well, so. sir, it's been a it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for giving us uh, some of your time this evening. We really appreciate it.
0: Uh, uh, no problem. Uh, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, hopefully, y'all will see me on the Georgia show within 60
2: days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise,
2: you lose your residence. <laughs> <laughs> you take your driver's license hey. at that point. I think somebody
0: actually said that to me. It's like, don't you lose your Georgia residence if you don't wrestle there in, like, six months. I'm like, oh, yeah. You're not one of our people. It's like, oh, I'm oh, that's sorry. Hard.
2: I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, when I see Fred I mean, A. High, I will be pulling his card, too. So, you don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he
0: said,
2: said Fred, Fred
0: is about the same boat as me. He's like, oh, man. Am I, I don't think I'll ever get free to be back in Georgia. You know, so I mean, it, it ain't like we don't want to, but um, when the, when the dates line up, I'll definitely do it. You know, bro. So, Play at home,
2: so I'll definitely do it. We're well, good to hear from you, man. Stay on, stay out there on it.
0: All right, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Thank you.
1: Well, Mr. Hankins, before we wrap this up for this evening, tell us what's, well, I know what's coming up on
2: PCW, but
1: let let, let me let you tell what's coming up on PCW.
2: I'm going to tell you right now, April 15th, maybe the biggest show that we've had that is not a sacred ground or a 4th of July. And I think y'all know me pretty well by now that I wouldn't just say that lightly. Nope. Um. It will be headlined by Jeter versus Gunnar Miller, number two, for the PCW. There will also be a false count anywhere match between Jam and Eric Jones that I'm telling y'all might just steal the show. There's something brewing between those two that is going to explode (laughs) grandiosely. And we have not seen Johnny Danger in months. He's guaranteed me that he will be back for the show and that he has something special planned for the fans. I'm telling you, what I've told you is enough. That should be enough. Uh, You you guys have listened to me forever on this network. You know I don't lie to you. So get yourselves. I'm letting y'all have WrestleMania off. I'm letting you not even have to worry about it. April 15th used to belong to the tax man. Now it belongs to PCW. Get yourselves to Porterville and get yourselves there early because there is a high likelihood that we will close the doors on you. So come on out. It's Cheater and well, Gunner it, it, it And it
1: wouldn't be the first time lately when people came out there and could not get inside the door.
0: So,
2: so get in. I'm, I'm doing some things. We made some moves inside the building last time to free up some space. So we're doing everything we can to squeeze every person in there. But get yourselves there early, because you want to make sure you're there for this. I, I wouldn't oversell you, folks. It's going to be as good as advertised.
1: And before we get to April 15th, uh, Southern Pride returns to action this coming Saturday with uh, Michael Judas versus Techi Makuji in a steel cage match on top out there in Monroe. Ooh. The eighth has UIW's. Uh, is it the eighth anniversary? It's their anniversary yes, show.
2: Yes, it is the eighth I'm anniversary. An eighth eighth anniversary. is Putting his career on the line.
1: He is. He is putting his career on the line. So that ought to be interesting as well. And uh, Mr. Hankins, thanks so much for filling in tonight on short notice. Very much appreciated hey, you know, as always. Uh,
2: it's my old stomping ground, so I, I still got the key to the building.
1: Great. Well, uh, on behalf of Matt Hankins and the hopefully healing up well, Stephen Platinum, we'll see you in two weeks on The Tipping Point. We thank you for listening
0: to this broadcast, a production brought to you by the GWH Radio Network. Stay tuned to GeorgiaWrestlingHistory.com for the latest information on upcoming events and more. As always, we thank you for your continued support.